This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 110 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I'd like to welcome to the show Tamara Chase with Chase Roofing and Shine of Fort Lauderdale. Tamara, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And thanks always to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Tamara, I am excited to get into this today. Why don't you share with our listeners a little bit, tell us about Chase Roofing, tell us about Shine of Fort Lauderdale, and then we'll go from there. Okay, uh, we we have um, our main office for Chase Roofing is in South Florida. We started in Cooper City, uh, Davie area, and we're there for ten years. Our original number is nine five four six eight zero number, so we're, we we uh, we hung on to that because that's sort of where our roots are. Um, but we we've been in South Florida for for um, twenty one years, and we have an office up in Tampa for ten years, and. Um, the tri-county area and then the, the greater tampa area so um we do all sorts of roofing we um we do inspections when you're buying a house and you want to know what you're getting into we do inspections and do the work before you sell the house and need it to get all uh band-aided up before you sell the house um, we do re-roofs we do repairs and um everywhere also i would say the the biggest part is the relationship part so when you're wanting to know questions and when you're wanting to know um, things that are like in between the sale per se, that's where we really shine. Um, we we um, are all about the trust. So we're happiest when you're calling us in between a job and asking us a question for free. That's that's when we're we're not. That's when we're honored that somebody's calling us and asking us the questions that um, that are important to them. That that uh. They can call anybody and they're calling us. So that's what, that's what we love. Um, that's on the chase roofing side. And then shine, I bought four years ago. That's a franchise and we operate in Broward County with that. And we do window cleaning, holiday lighting, um, pressure washing, gutter cleaning, roof cleaning. And um, at the end of the year, we do holiday lighting. We, we install custom uh, lights that go up for the house that are all commercial grade and specifically designed and measured for your house so you don't have all the extra wires hanging and everything. Um, and then at the end of the year, we pull them down and we store them in air condition. And then at that next year, we put them up again. And then this last year, we have introduced landscape lighting. So we've been very busy over in, in the shine world. <laughs> I was going to say, and, and our listeners, unfortunately, they can't, they're not going to see this. They just hear the audio, but I'll make a little joke here. You, you, are, you do wear many hats. And <laughs> I say that because in the backdrop, there's a um, uh, like a bookshelf with a bunch of construction hats in the background. Yeah. So uh, it sounds, sounds, like, sounds like you keep yourself busy for sure. So on the roofing side, do you handle, does Chase Roofing do primarily residential? Do you do any commercial? Um, how, how do you fit yes. into that equation? Yes, I would consider us residential. We will take some smaller commercial jobs, but they'd have to be super small. They would have to be, you know, it, we don't have the equipment for large commercial jobs. So when we start getting into that, I we refer that out to other people who know how to handle that the correct way. Um, we do do a lot of apartments as well. So 
that would be something where on our side, we consider that commercial, but it's technically not commercial because there's people living there. <laughs> so, so we, we are primarily residential and work with the, um, you know, all the expectations that happen with people living in a building and not, not being commercial is they're, they're very different animals. So. Yeah, for sure. So started in Cooper city, uh-huh. you, you left us. I won't hold that against you. An, <laughs> an honorary resident of Cooper city, if you will. So how did you end up getting into the roofing business? How did you end up servicing Tampa? Tell us a little bit about the backstory behind Chase Roofing and and all that fun stuff. Well, we sort of got into roofing by accident. Um, my husband was in trucking originally, and when they laid off 25,000 people, he went to go work for his, his uh, friend who's a handyman and um, said, hey, let me let me you know, help you out with some jobs, get done faster. And that was the beginning of our construction world. So we quickly saw that it could be a business. And um, a couple of years later, we did the roof on our own house. It was a really bad experience. And I just knew that there could be a better experience for the homeowner for roofing. It was really, really a bad experience. So we ended up letting go the first crew and we brought on another crew and we fell in love with them. And they. Um, they ended up, I'll tell you later, but they, uh, after that, the, the governor had given executive order that residential contractors could also pull roofing permits after a whole stream of hurricanes had gone through Florida, like Charlie Francis that year, all of those, those hurricanes went through. And, um, so they, the governor gave the executive order and we started pulling roofing permits with this crew that had finished our house. And we ended up working with them probably 10 years. It was a long time. And um, so then we went on it to get into roofing and we never really went back to the GC portion of it. And then um, Hurricane Wilma came in 2005. And from, you know, we had, we had just been doing roofing, you know, with this crew for, you know, a, a couple of years. And it just like was a, a perfect little segue to get in there back Back uh, in the day when Hurricane Wilma came through, you know, everybody says that their house was in the eye of the storm, but out west was eye of the storm. And when you look at those houses and, you know, in Southwest Ranches and Weston and Cooper City, like there was just plywood on those roofs at, at, at a lot of these roofs. They were just so we ha- we took on these little tiny houses that were two story that no other roofer that was already around with touch and that's really sort of how we made our name we we just took care of everybody that needed to get taken care of and sort of we sort of went from there I mean we just really have always uh, we've always had our um what is important to us and one of our highest values is just doing what we're saying we're going to do and do it with do it with quality and with excellence and you mess up fix it and relationships so that's that's sort of how we've done it you know uh, customers start talking to other customers how did you end up in tampa so we did a large project um on the west coast we did a mall uh, and um we brought on we sent over a crew and added crews to our crew to do the job and one of the people that came on the crew um was originally, you know, ended up going to Tampa with us. So at the end of the job, we loved how his worth ethic was and just said, hey, how can we keep together and how can we 
um, continue our relationship. And he's like, well, my wife's family is in Tampa. And so we do apartments. And so um, we started, we, we literally created a division up in Tampa around him. And he's, they still manage up there. <laughs> so now his wife's there. Um, they've, they have their sons there. So it's like a family ordeal up in Tampa. <laughs> and nice. then in Tampa, we go up to Jacksonville and down to Orlando. All right. Apartments, mostly in residence. Uh, as far as residential, we do that all in Tampa, at the greater, you know, the greater Tampa area. Nice. Can you share with us, for folks out there, maybe some common myths or misconceptions that people typically have surrounding the roofing industry? Um, let's see. I would say the, the biggest issue that that I see that a lot of homers don't really take in consideration is um, when they're getting quotes and stuff for, um, for the work that they're doing in their house, they often don't know what they're needing. And so they will, they'll get an estimate from the first person and then the, uh, they'll give the, either the paperwork to the second roofer and say, Hey, can you beat this price? And they'll give they'll give their own quote based on the specs that were the first roofer gave, and and that's not often what's needed. So, uh, a lot of a lot of customers, not our customers, because our customers are are smarter and they understand that. You know, uh, customers are more educated than ever now. So this is this is to our favor because they they realize that there's more involved than just price. So. It's almost impossible unless you're getting like a consultant to come in and really spec out things like what you're what you're really comparing apples to apples on on quotes. It, to look at just the price it, it is really a disservice because they're they're usually not comparing the same thing. Or if they are comparing the same thing, they're not looking at it from independent eyes and looking at like what what solutions do I think would be the best for this roof considering what you have here. So every, every roof is, is a different dynamic. So you have, you have slope things, you have um, foliage, which is around, you have what's in your neighborhood, you have um, progressions from different size, you know, or different slopes, slope to flats. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that you would want to consider on what kind of systems you would even propose. So I would say the myth of just like, I'm going to go out and get three proposals and you've done your due diligence isn't always the, the best way to do it. <laughs> it isn't always in your best interest. So that's where the relationship comes in. Sometimes sometimes we're just the consultant and sometimes we're not going to be the cheapest price and we're going to thank you if, if price is just hard, hard, hard on your side and that's where you're going to go, then, 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 you know, hopefully you'll, you'll consider us for the next, you know, opportunity and, and we can still remain friends, you know? So that's, to, to me, it's more important to really get the correct information of what you're really looking for, what's in your best interest and, um, and go from there instead of just, I'm going to go get three quotes and I think I've done my due diligence. I'm going to knock out the top, knock out the lowest and go in the middle or whatever people do. <laughs> it's not always in your best interest. So. All right. So yeah, you touched on something that I wanted to share. So I'm, I've been guilty in the past myself of, and not just with what you do, Rufin, like with any contractor where I go and I shop for quotes 
And I always, it's funny because I, I have a preconceived notion of what I think is the problem. So somebody comes yeah. and I try to share with them, like I know what the heck I'm talking about, right? And I try to share with yeah. them and then they tell me what their thoughts are. And then I have somebody else come and now I'm a super, I'm an expert now, right? Because I already yeah. met a, a contractor. So now I have what I thought before, what they said. And then I share that yeah. with them. And then another another one comes and I keep giving so much information. Sometimes it's better to just back off and let them do what they're going to do. Yeah. Let them evaluate the situation um, without you trying to get involved and, and be an expert in something that you know nothing of. Where you're leading it, right. Yeah, I think that's excellent. Uh, you know, this is, uh, and no offense, this is why I really enjoy working with women because just naturally men will go look up stuff <laughs> and now information they find and then, um, and now they're the expert, right? And women tend to ask questions and they're curious and they're putting things together based off what they hear and they're, and they're using that. It's, it's a different, it's a different way they approach it. And so what ends up happening is they're really gathering information so that they can make a decision based off you know the answers they hear instead of I, you would not believe how many people are the experts and i'm like okay so i'm not going to come in your in your um, room while you're doing surgery and because i've googled a couple of things think <laughs> i'm the expert surgeon now so <laughs> and yeah, i can man. i can tell you, um i can tell you a side note most of what you see on the internet is not accurate in the roofing world it, it, and i'll tell you why that there's there's different codes in different areas and a lot of things are done that um like you know say say you have somebody who's kind of come and redo your website and they're looking at things by seo they're looking up information on the internet to get their information so that they can create a, a blog post when what they're getting the information from is not always accurate so in in roofing and very specialized uh, in you know industries like this you can't just go on there and, and search and go, okay, well, the internet said this because it, it may just be made up by somebody who's creating a good blog post to do SEO. And it may be like not even your area. And according to the codes, you wouldn't hold, believe how many. Hold on a second. Yes. Let's, get, let's, let's clarify something. So you're telling me that not everything I read on the internet is true. Cause I, I mean, <laughs> I just, you, you know, <laughs> Well, we up there. <laughs> we, yeah, there's a there's a lot of clutter out there <laughs> for sure. And they put up there that you spray spray on there, and you know you can not sink a boat with it. What is that? What is that stuff that they put on? We see that on roofs all of the time. Yeah, and it goes back to what you were saying. You know, to building trust, building relationships, educating. Yeah. It's so yes. important in. God, almost every industry, right? Uh, especially in an industry such as yours, where somebody's going to make a you know thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollar investment re-roofing their house, uh, it's important for them to feel comfortable with the right. business that they're going to work with. So that's that's really I would important. I'd much rather someone say, "Hey, listen, I I want to get a cons consultation first, and I want you to really tell me and have some conversations, like a pre-estimate section, where you're really having uh, you know an in-depth." conversation of what you really want for your roof and then coming up with what you think would be the best. And then you can even then go get your three estimates say, Hey, listen, this is what, this is what I'm looking for versus just let, just winging it, <laughs> whatever people come up with. <laughs> yeah. And, and back to the education aspect, it's, it's so important to properly inform your clients. Cause I know that you might order a roof and it could take, I don't know, three, four or five months I've heard to order some of the materials. Right. And if, you know, if you just want the business and you, pro, you know, over promise and under deliver, you tell them it's going to be ready in a couple yeah. months and then it's delayed. Well, that's no exactly. good. 
you know, and there was a sour taste in their mouth over that experience. Yeah, sometimes um, on tile, there were there it's up to a year, and sometimes. Oh man! All right, see, That's I'm taking four, three, four months, not even a year. Wow. I, now you just made me think that I need to redo my roof now, and, and now, now, I'm getting, now I'm getting a little anxious here. What are you doing to me tomorrow? <laughs> so uh, you mentioned earlier that you, your husband, so you guys work together. This is a family business. Tell us a little bit about your family, maybe a little bit about what you like to do for fun when you guys aren't working. Well, we have two um, older children and we have two granddaughters. And so we, we are like the best stage of our life right now. <laughs> Young enough to still go do whatever we want, and and also, you know, when the end of the day is done, the parents take the kids home. <laughs> we don't have to tell them anything. We're like, here's candy. Yes, whatever you want. That's what that's what our life is with with Mimi and Papa. So, um, we we enjoy traveling a lot. We enjoy scuba diving. Um, we enjoy wines, and we're foodies, and um, just we love music. We've been known to yes. go to some festivals and yes, <laughs> check check to everything you just said. Yes, wine, food, <laughs> traveling, music. Yes, yes, yes. Sign me up. Yes. Kids, kids yeah. only around for the fun stuff, and then you dish them back to the parents when you're done. Oh my Sign gosh! You know, one of the greatest. I was telling my daughter yesterday. One of the greatest pleasures in my entire life is watching my kids parent. It's just absolutely amazing. I can imagine. I mean, I got an, a nine-year-old and an eleven-year-old, yeah. and just watching them go through school, and, and now my daughter going to middle school. I can only imagine what it's going to be like to, like you oh. said, see, see them with their children. Uh, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing yeah. process and amazing journey for sure. Yeah, my granddaughter started her first day of kindergarten today, Ooh. and um, so it was interesting because when when the kids were younger, I used to bring them to the beach on the first day of school and we would watch the sunrise. And, um, and she continued that tradition this morning. She sent me pictures of her at the, at the beach. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> That's it's awesome. Nice. So Tamara, why don't we in closing, why don't you share with our listeners how we could reach you, maybe your website, your contact information, let us know how we could learn more. Thank you. Um, the, the phone number for Chase Roofing is 954-680-8588. And the number for Shine is 954-881-0031. And uh, it's chaseroofing.com, shinefortlauderdale.com. Um, if you go to tamarachase.com, it's sort of like a business card. You can always find any of my my out adventures and goings-ons there, <laughs> any of the business, all the contact information is there. So tamarachase.com may be the easiest to remember, has all of the websites and phone numbers on it. So, All right. Very good. And we'll, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Tamara, thank you for joining us today. It was a pleasure getting the opportunity to learn more about what you do for our great community and to learn a little bit about you, know, you and your family. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNP. 
GNPCoopersCity.com. That's GNPCoopersCity.com. Or call 954 231 3170.